Um, so my name is Ben and I am married to the most beautiful woman in the world and just two years ago we had our first baby. Uh, her name is Thea, I think it might come up on the screen. Yeah, so uh, isn't she gorgeous? And the baby's cute too. Uh, um, so that's our little girl, her name's Thea. And you know, it's funny when you have a baby, they think, oh, um, like they kind of look like you. They say, oh, you've got your dad's eyes or you've got your mum's nose or you've got your dad's pancreas. Um, and, and I don't really see it, but they say if you look a little bit closer that you can see a resemblance that like looks a little bit like... I, I still don't quite see it, but um, she is the most beautiful little girl. We've got another girl on the uh, sorry, another baby on the way. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Maybe that was prophetic. No. <laughs> um, and so we've got another baby coming in June as well. So uh, we're very excited, but uh, rest in peace, sleep, because uh, none of that anymore. <laughs> All the parents in the house say, amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we're just so excited for that. But on top of that, I'm a kids pastor as well. That's why I'm a little bit crazy. Um, and I've been kids pastoring for nine years, and I absolutely love kids. And I love just how they've got such beautiful soft hearts that love Jesus and that are so authentic and they're so willing to just go over. But I also love how brutal they are as well. Like there's no um, just trying to soften up to you. They just like tell it as it is. And so one time I was praying for this kid in our kids church and I had an amazing word for them, probably the best word I've ever had actually. And I went up to this kid and I started saying this word, something about a tree probably. And um, just saying, I get this picture of a tree and stay rooted in Jesus or um, get to the yeah, I was stumped by that one. Anyway, um, then, and then I just kept giving out this beautiful word, and this kid just looked at me and said, your breath really stinks. <laughs> and I said, okay. And then I just kept saying the, um, the word, and I said, but I just really feel God just saying he loves you and just like to keep staying close to him. And he said, your breath still stinks. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, um, can I just at least say the word? He said, not until your breath stops stinking. <laughs> and I said, okay, amen. And then I just walked away. <laughs> um, the kids are just so funny. And there was another kid as well. I, I try and remember every kid's name in our kids' church. But um, when I uh, have, we've got quite a few kids. We've got 250 kids over uh, different campuses. And so I kind of lose a few names. <laughs> and um, so there was one kid that had come in and I was, saying, and this lovely person, it's their birthday this week, but I completely forgot their name. And another kid calls out, you forgot their name. And I was like, no, I didn't. Um, and then they said, oh, well, what's their name then? And I was like, oh, stink. And I said, well, if you're so smart, you tell me what their name is, just because I was like, I've got them. And then they're like, you're just saying that because you don't know their name. And I was like, stink. <laughs> so you can never quite get around kids. They're pretty smart. But the one thing I just love about kids as well is there's something that shows the heart of God. And we see in the scriptures when we um, see Jesus as met by kids that he just absolutely loves children. I've got the wonderful Johnny who's going to come and read us um, from the book of Leviticus. No, I'm joking. From um, Matthew. He's just got a quick verse for us today. Let's give a clap for Johnny. Yeah. The people...
The people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But his disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, Let the little children come. Do not um, hinder them from the kingdom of heaven uh, belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Beautiful. Thank you, Pastor Johnny. Woo! So I love that verse because the disciples were just thinking that Jesus was too busy for kids. And he was like, okay, the main thing's over here with the adults, with the important people. And uh, the kids can just go out and just do their thing. And uh, just don't bother Jesus, though, you know, because wait until they're older. But Jesus fully rebuked his disciples. And he said, no, 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 hold on. You got this back to front. And he said, the kingdom belongs to such as these. He said, the, the kingdom belongs to children. Do you know what I love about him saying that the kingdom belongs to children is because everyone can relate to children. Hands up if you've ever been a child before. He didn't say the kingdom belongs to the bodybuilders or the kingdom belongs to those with fastest cars. He says the kingdom belongs to the children. Everybody can relate. In fact, everyone that is an adult has, has 13 years experience being a child. That's more than a PhD. So you guys are literally professionals in being, knowing what it is to be a child. And so Jesus isn't calling us to something we don't know about. He's calling us back to this beautiful place of knowing God's heart. And so at Kids Church um, in Christchurch, I never say that the kids go out um, to, while the, the adults stay in the main service. We say the kids go out to the main service while the adults stay in adult creche. Um, <laughs> Cause, and they just get taken care of while we do the main thing because we're seeing God do incredible things in there. There's a little girl that went into her school just a little while ago and told her friend about Jesus, and she led her friend to Jesus uh, from school. Isn't that amazing? And, um, and then there was another friend that had someone that had um, pain in their body in their football team. So they stepped out and they prayed for the person in their football team that wasn't a Christian, and their leg got healed. Isn't that awesome? So God is using these kids to be able to step out. But it actually takes a lot of strength to be able to come back as a kid. And I just want to illustrate that. Who, is, who thinks they're the strongest person in the room right now? Oh! Emmy put her hand up pretty quickly. Emmy, do you want to come up? I think, I think, I think Emmy's pretty strong. Do you want to come on up here? Yeah, let's give Emmy a round of applause. High fives. Emmy, how much do you lift? His name on high. Amen. <laughs> um, and now we just, is there any adults, any, any macho men that are the strongest in here? In fact, wives, you can nominate your husbands for this as well. Who, who's probably the musliest man in the room, eh? Tui, I think you got to come up. Hey. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Do you want to do a bit of warm-up or you're good? <laughs> you need to stretch. <laughs> you got a stretch mat right there. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, sweet. So um, we've got Emmy here. Who thinks Emmy's going to win the strength challenge? Yeah. <laughs> she got no chance. Sorry. <laughs> Who thinks Tui's going to win this? <laughs> Okay, so the, the way this challenge works, each of them has a bucket, and they have to hold the bucket out as straight as they can for as long as they can, okay? And the person that can hold it out the longest wins. 
I like someone, someone said, wow, with that. Has no one ever seen a bucket up here? <laughs> it's just a bucket, guys. Uh, so do you want to hold on to that one? And you've got to stretch it out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, muscle woman. You don't have to lift it just yet. Okay. Are you ready for this, Joey? <laughs> this might be a stitch up, mate. Okay, here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Let's give them a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how's it feeling, Emmy? Good. Yeah, is, it, is it sore at all? Not really. Phew, that's the right answer. How's it feeling, Joey? Fantastic. <laughs> any, any hardship with it? Is it okay? No, no, I just like shaking. It's fine. Oh, he's feeling the spirit while he does it. That's great. Uh, here we go. Wow, we are nearly clocking up to five hours right now. This is elapsed time. Oh, aren't they doing well? Let's give them another cheer. Yeah. Cheer the name of the person you think's going to win. Tui's wife's just looking at her like. <laughs> How's it going, Emmy? Is it getting heavy? Yeah. That's the wrong answer. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, let's just try a little bit more, Tui. <laughs> oh, Tui lost. Oh. <laughs> great job. Great job. Great job, bro. But I got to say, there's only one winner. Emmy, do you want to come up here? Champion, yeah. Oh, now you'll want to. Now you'll want to come up. Yeah, that's right. I, I do have to say, don't worry, Tui. I'll give you a high five later. But um, do have to say, some of you might have realised who thinks this game was a little bit rigged. Yeah, maybe. Why do you think? Because Tui wasn't really the strongest. No, I'm joking. What do you think, Lovey? Emmy's one was lighter. Let's have a look. This one is empty. This one is empty. What's the Tui's one? Rocks. <laughs> that rocks, doesn't it? At least we're getting bolder. There we go. But um, do you know what? I think this is a beautiful illustration because I think a lot of the time our lives are like this. Because when we become an adult, we try and take things into our own hands, our work, our families, uh, our finances, our careers, our lives, everything around us, and we're holding on to them in our own strength. And we're trying as hard as we can, being as strong as we can. And yet Jesus calls us to become a child, and we come to him with what? Nothing. We come to him weak. And yet that's our very strength, being able to come to God with the little that's in our hands, being able to accept that actually it's not us as children that provide for us, but it's our Heavenly Father that provides for us. It's our Heavenly Father that's our strength. And that's my first point today. Come to Him weak. We just come to Him as weak as we, ha we are. And then my second point is we come to Him with what we have. Um, I just need to see who, who looks a lot like Jesus in here. Oh, Nick Tate. Nice. Do you want to come up for a second? Yeah. Beautiful. So Jesus, sorry, actually Jesus wasn't white, so this doesn't quite work. But... <laughs> But um, Jesus was teaching the crowds, and he was talking to them about the kingdom of God and telling them about how God's kingdom is a kingdom where everyone is welcome that turns from their wrong things and turns to him. And he was on this field with about 5,000 men. But that, it just says 5,000 men, which probably means there was about 15,000 people there with women and children. 
And so there was a lot of people. And one of the disciples comes up to Jesus. Oh, someone doesn't like the story. Sorry. I'll keep it G-rated. Uh, but uh, one of the disciples comes up to Jesus and says, Jesus. Jesus. We've, we, all these people need to go and get some food. All these people need to go and get some food. Send them to McDonald's. Um, send them to McDonald's. Because I'm loving it. Because uh, I'm loving it. Or they can go to BK. Or they can go to BK. If you want to have it your way. If you want to have it your way. And Jesus said, no, they don't need to go away. No, they don't need to go away. You feed them. You feed them. And the disciple looked completely shocked. <laughs> nice. And he thought, what in the world? How are we going to feed all of these people? And so Jesus said, search the crowd and see if anyone's got some food. And I need a, a really um, brave kid as a volunteer. Anyone? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, nice. Oh, we got, yeah, do you want to come up, buddy? Do you want to hold that? Nice. And there was a little boy in the crowds that came up. That looks very cool. What's your name? Gordon, that's probably in the message version. And so Gordon came up to Jesus and um, the disciple took it off him and he, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'm getting confused who Jesus is right now. <laughs> Let's give a clap for Gordon, yeah. And the disciple opens it up and I can imagine he just looks at the food. Sorry, there probably wasn't tinfoil back in the day either. And there was five loaves of bread and two fish. I only found bacon this morning at the Tate's house, sorry. <laughs> but let's pretend it's sardines. Wow. And, and I think the disciple probably just laughed at the little kid. Just, just laugh. Ha, 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 ha. We're going to work on your acting. But he brings what he has to Jesus. And Jesus says, that's more than enough. That's more than enough. This guy's good, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. And then this beautiful thing, it says, with the little that he has, he looks up to heaven and he thanks God. And I want us to remember, even um, whatever age we are, to thank God for whatever little it may seem we have in our lives. Because from the little, God can make something big. But we thank him for what he has right now. And then he does this beautiful thing. He takes the bread and he breaks it. Boom. And just for um, the scholars out there, do you know what I love about this moment is Jesus did this physically for the 5,000 to physically feed them. But when was the next time that he was going to do this? The final time he was going to do this while on earth? At the Passover, communion. So this was a physical demonstration of what was spiritually going to happen of his body being broken for everyone that could receive. Isn't that amazing? That, and they didn't have the food themselves. He had the food. He is the living bread and the bread of life. And so I just want to say one of my final points for today is the blessing is in the breaking. And then Jesus started to hand it out from the disciples, and the disciples handed it out, and there was a miracle. Just Can we give these actors a wonderful round of applause? Thank you so much. You can keep that if you like. That's yours. Thank you so much. Um, you get the Oscar today, Nick. That was amazing. Oscar awards, sorry. I meant like acting. And um, 
Do you know, there's this beautiful thing when we are able to come to God with what feels broken in our lives and actually allow God to come and meet with us. Wherever we are, whatever age we are, there is blessing in the breaking. And I just want to illustrate that with a kid. Is there, is there one final kid that's here today to help me with this? Oh, oh, oh. Do you want to come up? Yeah. What's your name? Zoe. Can we give Zoe a round of applause? <laughs> Zoe, I have a packet of fruit bursts here. Do you like fruit bursts? Yep. Good. What's your favorite flavor? Grape. Oh, interesting. I don't think these have. Oh, yeah, no, they do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> great. That's grape. Uh, sorry. Do you know if you put a grape outside long enough and it dries up, it turns into a raisin? Just raisin awareness. Anyway, so what we're going to do is I'm going to give you an opportunity, Zoe. You get to either keep this all to yourself or you get to share it. You get to keep it or share it. What would you rather do? This is, this is, there's a dilemma going on in her mind right now. Share it. Oh, she wants to share it. Let's give her a round of applause. I mean, I would have given it to you anyway, but that would have completely ruined my illustration. So thank you so much. That is the right answer. So what I want you to do is, um, do you want to open that? Do you want to break it from the top? Nice. And what I want you to do is take one, take one of them, and I want you to give it to someone. You just give it to anyone you like. Nice. And then when they get one, they're going to come up. You keep the one for yourself, but then you come up and grab one. And then you're going to give it, and you keep giving them out. So, you, so you, both of you give one out. Nice. And then once you guys have received one, you come up and you come up again. Yep, nice. Nice, nice. Great job, guys. See what's happening? There's multiplication. Look at this. And so once you've got one, come up and grab one and give it to someone. And then keep going until the packet's empty. <laughs> nice, nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Hey, hey. Sorry. Well, someone wanted to swap a banana. Guys. It's all empty. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, no. There's always more with Jesus. I've got 20 more packs. Yeah. So why don't we come up? And if you haven't got one, if you've got one, then come and grab one. Keep grabbing them. Emmy, do you want to hold that and hand those out? Uh, other people. You're just giving them to others still. Giving them to others. Just one. One at a time. Just one at a time. Just give one out and pass it on. Do you want to hold that pack? Just pass it over there. Oh, nice. Hands up if you don't have one yet. Hands up if you don't have one. Look at the people that don't have one and go give one to them. If you've got more than one, you've ruined the illustration. <laughs> if you want to swap for a banana, just want to say bananas are appealing.
Awesome, guys. Awesome. Hands up if you don't have one. I think everyone's got one. Let's give these guys a round of applause. Yeah, nice. Zoe, can I have Zoe come back up here for a second? I uh, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes, I got one as well. Thank you. Hands up if you got one from Zoe being generous, from jo Zoe choosing to share what she had. Nice. So everyone got one. Zoe, isn't that amazing that you could have kept that for yourself and yet you chose to be able to give it and share it and God did something amazing from that. Isn't that awesome? I want to give that to you, the whole pack. Let's give Zoe a round of applause. Great job, Zoe. And this is the thing. when uh, I love when she breaks open the pack because there is something inside us of God's Spirit that is wanting to be given out to the whole world. And we get to choose if we keep it in there or if we allow God to break open our hearts and share it with the world around us, to be able to step out for Him and also to come and admit as adults as well that we are broken, that there is pain in our lives, but that God brings healing. And I just want to finish with two quick stories. One of the stories is in um, a program that I was running over um, in Northern Ireland. I did an internship over there, and there was a kid that we would meet at a school program. His name was Harvey. He was a great kid, but he had a lot of energy. And um, sometimes he would come along, and he would be punching all of us. And then the next minute, he would be a little bit uh, like sad, and he would run away and hide somewhere, and we wouldn't know where he was. So here's one of those kids where sometimes we would be like, I wonder if Harvey's coming today. And uh, if you know what I mean, parents. And, um, and so this guy, Harvey, was going along. He was eight years old, and he was punching kids in the class. And um, I felt God say, I want you to tell him how much I love him. And when I hear God speak um, to me, it's not, Ben, I am your father. That's actually Darth Vader. It's more a thought in my head and in my heart where I'm, I choose whether I can listen to it or, and, or just leave it. And I've known more and more that I, I can step out and see God do something amazing. So I went to this little boy, Harvey, and I said, Harvey, do you know Jesus loves you? And he looked at me and said, No. And I said, well, I want you to know Jesus loves you so much, and you are so precious to him, and he deeply loves you. And I said, do you know, Jesus wants to come and be your friend, and he died on the cross so that you could have friendship with him. Uh, would you love to be friends with Jesus? And he said, yeah, I would. And so in the program, he opens his heart to Jesus, and something changes in Harvey. Suddenly his mood is just completely uh, happy and he's just telling everyone he starts telling everyone he said I just gave my life to Jesus Jesus is my friend and he starts telling everyone in the group and then he comes to me and he says Ben I want to tell all my friends this week about Jesus and I'm going to see how many people I can lead to Jesus this week this little eight-year-old boy Harvey and I was like yeah and all the others are like go Harvey, like the Harvey Norman ad. And so we were all saying, yeah, Harvey, go Harvey. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And he runs out. And the next week we see him. And he turns up and he sees me and he has his head down really sad. And I said, hi, Harvey. And he looks at me and he says, hi, Ben. And I said, how you doing? And he said, I'm okay. And I said, how did the challenge go? And he said, not so good. And I said, well, what? 
what happened? And I, I said, you know, Harvey, even if you didn't lead anyone to Jesus, it doesn't matter. Jesus just loves you so much, and he's so proud of you. He just wants to, you to know that you don't need to do anything, and he'll already love you. But how did the challenge go? And he said, well, I didn't get as many people led to the Lord as I thought I would. And I said, well, how many people did you lead to the Lord? And he looked at me and he said, only six. And he went into his school that week and he led six of his friends to Jesus. And I said to Harvey, Harvey, that is incredible. And he started to realize, oh my goodness, I led six people to Jesus. And he told us, but I said, do you know, the main thing is that you know how loved you are, Harvey. And he gave me the biggest hug. And he said, for the first time, I feel like I'm at home. And do you know, this is the beautiful thing with the God we serve, that everyone is able to be, find home in Jesus, find life in Jesus. And uh, the final thing that I just want to say is that God just loves to meet with us in the midst of everything that we're going through. There was uh, a man that came, and he was um, big and strong, one of those strong guys that was in church. And he... Um, he, he was at church, and I felt God say, go pray for him. And so I went and prayed for him, and um, I, I just said, do you want me to pray for anything? And he hit his arms, so I said, nah, I'm fine. And he said, okay, maybe yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. And I said, yeah or nah? And so I was trying to figure out what one. And um, he said, okay, yeah, you can pray for me. And um, he had his arms folded, and I just literally just put my hand on him, and he just started to cry and cry. And this was a, a really strong man. But he said, I feel so broken because he said, I have not had a good relationship with my dad. And I feel like I, I've been a disappointment to God. But I feel even as you put your hand on my shoulder that God is proud of me and that he loves me. And I feel the first time in my life like I have a dad that is proud to have me as a son. Do you know I want to say today, there is a heavenly Father that absolutely loves every single one of you. And some of you might feel and hear like you are a disappointment to God, but God wants to say he absolutely loves you. He doesn't have his arms folded saying, come on, what are you doing? He has his arms wide open. In fact, Jesus holds the scars that prove your worth. So what I love us to do is just to close our eyes for a second. I love us to just to pray, and I'll invite the worship team just to come up.